This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What's going down, everybody? Welcome back to the station. Welcome back to the channel. Y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Ray G. You can find me on Twitter at Ray GQ. If you're listening, audio only via the podcast, I appreciate you tapping in. This show is a proud member of the DLF family of podcasts, so make sure you go to DynastyLukeFootball.com. Check out all the dope Dynasty content over there on DLF. And if you are tapping in via YouTube, which I highly encourage you all to do, Thank you. Welcome. I appreciate you being here. Yes, I would love for you to subscribe, hit the alerts button, thumbs up, all that good stuff. But most importantly, engage with the good people below. I, I can't understate it every time. I just appreciate the positivity, um, the, the conversations that we do have, whether you agree or disagree. It's a healthy spot for us all to grow and learn in this crazy game of Dynasty Fantasy Football. But we're going to take a look. Uh, I, I've been doing some adjustments in the Prospect Talk database. Thank you to Jordan Backus, who manages this thing, who runs the whole show. Support him and the other dope content creators, patreon.com forward slash prospect talk. But a lot of the questions that I get, a lot of the feedback that I get when I'm talking about college players and my opinions on these guys going into the NFL is where do they stack up amongst their peers? Where are they at versus the 2020 class, 2021? That's what the cornerstone rankings are about. You get to look at these guys in comparison to one another from the past, like, Two classes. It's like three years worth. 2020, 2021, and 2022 is the data set that we're working with right now. And on this episode, we're going to take a look at the top 25 in my cornerstone rankings. Uh, I may filter it out to look at it by position and just kind of run through uh, where I value these players. Super flex only. I don't play in single quarterback leagues. It's all super flex. So everything that you see in regards to the rankings has a super flex lens on it. So let's head over to the Prospect Talk database and take a look at the top 25. So for those of y'all who have never seen this before, I mean, Bacchus does a great job of, of, of managing this thing. We got, you know, Debbie rankings, rookie rankings, uh, tier based. Uh, you could filter from that's the fantasy big board. Go full Debbie rankings if you just want to look at running backs, the combined running back classes from 2022 to 2024. We got all those guys in there. Uh, dope player pages. You go in here, B. John Robinson. Oh, you want to know, uh, see where stats are. Boom, click on that, B. John Robinson. Google search already linked to every article about Bijan. YouTube page, you can go look at all Bijan's YouTube highlights. And we also have uh, the Bijan Robinson Twitter search. So if you just want to see what people are talking about on Twitter, boom, click that right there and you get to see Bijan Robinson. All the tweets about Bijan Robinson, if you're looking for that information right there in the palm of your hand on a beautiful mobile app that we use called Notion. But we're going to take a look at the Cornerstone rankings and uh, yeah. Top 25. We're going to go top 25 cornerstone rankings today. Let's take a look at that. Boom. There we go. Top 25. So I've got these 25 players ranked uh, in order from 1 to 25 of how I feel they should be valued in super flex dynasty leagues right now. Um, just a quick overview. Top 10. I have Justin Herbert, JT, CD Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, T-Law, DeAndre Swift, Justin Fields, Najee Harris, and Joe Burrow round out the top 10. 
But let's um let's filter this out by uh, position. So let's take a look at the quarterbacks. Let's start with position is quarterback. All right. So here we go. Right now in my personal rankings, if I were looking at these classes from 2020 to 2022, here's how the quarterbacks would shake out for me. It would be Herbert, Lawrence, Fields, Burrow, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, and Zach Wilson. And I know a lot of people are probably looking at this like, well, you shouldn't. I don't know how the hell you're viewing it, but you're probably thinking, how the hell do you have Trey Lance ahead of, of Mac Jones? Why is Trey Lance below Joe Burrow? I think we're still kind of trying to figure out who Trey Lance is, what Trey Lance is in the NFL. His, we've seen him in one game. One game he played, was kind of all over the place, really saved the day with a lot of his rushing mobility. Uh, but I still, I think we all know that that Jimmy Garoppolo's time as the starting quarterback in San Francisco is limited. Uh, Trey Lance will take over as the starting quarterback of that franchise at some point here in the near future. And when that happens, I fully expect him to be really good. He's a dual threat quarterback. He's a big kid with a strong arm. Didn't play all. He played one game last year. One game. Uh, so he hasn't even really played football in almost two years. You know, Trey Lance has not played competitive football in almost two years. Preseason action, of course, he, he had some of that. But live, in-game action when it counts. Um, that's why I've got him over 17 overall in my current cornerstone rankings. Mac Jones, big riser. And I know he doesn't possess the rushing upside of, hell, any of the quarterbacks above him. But what he's doing right now as a passer in the NFL as a rookie on a team where his best wide receiver is Kendrick Bourne and Hunter Henry is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, that's why he and Jamar Chase are right there at the top of the Offensive Rookie of the Year uh, odds right now. I think Jamar Chase would probably win it, but Mac Jones, the Patriots are 6-4. and four. He's playing well. He's top 10 in the NFL in passing yards. His efficiency is outstanding. I'm seeing a lot of people really coming around on Mac Jones. Tyron Matthew, the all-pro safety of the Kansas City Chiefs, also tweeted something out the other day about Mac Jones. And then Zach Wilson at 25. I know the season has not gone well uh, for the young number two overall pick. He's been injured the past couple of weeks, but he's the, he was the number two overall pick. He was the number two overall pick, and he's locked into a starting job, what do y'all think, at least the next three years at minimum. And a starting quarterback in Superflex that has to draft capital on a team that's probably going to be playing from behind a lot will give him a lot of opportunities to soak up some garbage time touchdowns. And uh, I, I still like Zach Wilson as top 25. I would not take any of the 2022 quarterbacks over any of these guys listed. And it was close. I really wanted to put Matt Corral here at 25, but I, I just can't do it. I, I cannot... I can't do it. I can't put Matt Corral over over Zach Wilson at this moment in time. Depending on where Corral gets drafted, how early he gets drafted, I fully expect him to be a first-round pick, but maybe some things shift around there. I don't move Cornerstone around a ton. I think I make these updates once a month because you just don't want to be too fluid with NFL players and college players. I like to do it like once a month just to kind of figure out where these guys are. So there goes my top, what is this, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven quarterbacks right now from the last two draft classes in the upcoming class of 2022. Let me know where I'm right, where I'm wrong. Am I too low on Trey Lance? Am I too high on Joe Burrow? Having him number 10 overall, you know, looking at Burrow, tethered to Jamar Chase for the foreseeable future. Uh, when Joe is hot, I mean, he's one of the hottest quarterbacks in the league. 
when he's bad, he's pretty damn bad. But, I mean, you can say that about anybody. Justin Herbert uh, still dominating this year, although he's had a couple of down performances. Still good. And Trevor Lawrence, I know he has not had the rookie season that we all had hoped for. Urban Meyer, a little bit to play in that. The offense, when your best <laughs> when your best wide receiver is a guy who played defensive back last year, it's probably probably does not bode well for your young quarterback. We'll see what happens with Jacksonville. Do they make a change at head coach? I hope they upgrade the offensive skill position players, especially on the outside for Trevor Lawrence next year. And Justin Fields, I think we're seeing him grow more and more each and every week. And, uh, you know, if I'm on the clock, I can make the case for Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence, uh, potentially in dynasty, especially when you're trying to build, build your roster and build your team. All right, let's take a look at the running backs. The running backs. Here we go. And again, nobody from the 2022 class is inside of my top 25 uh, running backs uh, for cornerstone rankings. The top good dog, Jonathan Taylor, no surprise. DeAndre Swift shouldn't be a surprise. I've got Najee Harris ninth overall and third ready, ready running back in my cornerstone rankings. Now, this might be a shock to some, but Javonta Williams, I, I cannot bestow and heap enough praise on how good he's looked in limited opportunity as soon as Javonta Williams takes over the role as the starting running back it's lights out I I I honestly think we can see his ADP rise to being a second round pick in seasonal leagues next year especially if Denver pivots away from Melvin Gordon and upgrade the quarterback position whether that be through the draft potentially Aaron Rodgers uh you know Russell Wilson Maybe there's some potential quarterbacks that can land in Denver to help elevate that offense. And if that happens, that only bodes well for Javonta Williams. I'm a big fan of this young player. Top 15 cornerstone asset for me. I love Javonta Williams, tier one cornerstone player. At 14, I went back and forth with Antonio Gibson, but ultimately uh, his dual threat capability, we still have yet to see that unlocked because of J.D. McKissick, because of Taylor Heineke. But Antonio Gibson is a starting running back for Washington, and he's going to continue to be that starting running back. We saw him look good versus Tampa Bay last week. Big fan of Antonio Gibson, so you got to have him inside that top 15. I've debated with a wide receiver uh, in Antonio Gibson, but ultimately the running back scarcity at the position and just the depth and the quality of the wide receiver position, I think you've got to take those high-end running backs when you get a chance. Hence the reason why J.K. Dobbins is still a top-20 cornerstone asset for me. I know he uh, was out for the season with the torn ACL. Not worried about that at all long-term. It happened so early. Uh, the season hadn't even started yet. He should be full go by the time next season rolls around. And I just look at this Baltimore offense and think how much better it would be if they had J.K. Dobbins running the ball out of the backfield. So still very high on J.K. Dobbins, top 20 cornerstone player for me, and maybe maybe I'm a little bit lower than I should be. Still tier two, I, I, I can make a case for him to be even higher than 20, even with the ACL injury, very, very high on J.K. Dobbins. And at 22, rounding out my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seventh running back RB7 in my cornerstone rankings, I still got Cam Akers there over Travis Etienne, over any of the running backs in 2022, maybe a little hot takey, but we're seeing players like De De Deontay Foreman play well for Tennessee coming off that Achilles tear. I think he's a couple of years removed from it, but he's nowhere near the athlete with the pedigree that Cam Akers is. No one thought Foreman coming out of Texas was going to be 
this uh, fantasy, elite fantasy producer, let alone an elite NFL asset. But he looks pretty damn good for Tennessee for what they're asked to do without Derrick Henry. Uh, Cam Akers is working out. He's running. I've got faith. I'm going to err on the side that modern medicine continues to improve. And a young player that is as talented and athletically gifted as Cam Akers is going to be able to overcome that Achilles injury. We've seen it. Different sports. Kevin Durant looks just fine to me. Emmanuel Sanders, no issues there. We saw Terrell Suggs come back and play at a high level off of a torn Achilles. So I just think maybe a little overblown, potentially. Still in on Cam Akers, and I think what we're seeing out of Marlon Mack, Deontay Foreman, other athletes should give us a lot of confidence to go out and trade for Cam Akers, especially if you've got league mates who are still a little weary on Akers coming back from that injury. I'd probably send some offers out and see if you can get them on the low. Wide receiver, that's the big spot, right? That is where all the discourse will come. I am sure of it. CeeDee Lamb, top dog, wide receiver one in my cornerstone rankings. Uh, you can make a case any of these guys is dynasty wide receiver one. Number four overall, Justin Jefferson. Five, Jamar Chase. Uh, five overall, cute wide receiver three in my cornerstone rankings. At four, I've got Devonta Smith, Philadelphia Eagles. Wide receiver five, Jerry Judy. Wide receiver six, Rashad Bateman. Seven, Jalen Waddle. Eight, T. Higgins. Nine, Michael Pittman Jr. And ten, Chase Claypool. Got Chase Claypool right there at wide receiver 10, 24 overall in the cornerstone rankings. Big wide receiver out of Pittsburgh. Loving the second-year breakout that we're seeing right here from Michael Pittman Jr. Just fantastic, fantastic-looking second-year player. And, you know, the Colts, who knows? They're not tied to Carson Wentz long-term. Pittman looks the part of an alpha. I mean, he's one of the top receivers in re- as far as receptions and yards and touchdowns on the season. I think the sky's the limit for the big six foot four, two hundred and twenty pounder. At the top, we talked about C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Flip a coin, y'all. I mean, honestly, they're all young. They're all you know. Jamar and C.D. are tethered to really good quarterbacks that are very young. Justin Jefferson, right now, we don't know how long Kirk Cousins is going to be the quarterback for Minnesota for. Uh, but we just saw him come off of a 140-plus-yard game this past Sunday. I Honestly, flip a coin. Those are your elite, elite wide receivers. And I think right after that, Devonta Smith is, is, is trending in that direction. If we can get some more consistency out of Jalen Hurts, we saw Devonta Smith go for two touchdowns, 66 yards this past weekend versus Denver. Uh, he's just he's a fantastic wide receiver. He's a fantastic wide receiver in any doubt that he wouldn't be able to thrive because he's 170 pounds, should be erased. So route running the Savant, uh, he's the second coming of Marvin Harrison. If he can stay healthy, uh, Marvin Harrison, Isaac Bruce-type mold, that's who Devonta Smith is. Still very high on Jerry Judy, the second-year wide receiver from Denver. I know his season was derailed a little bit uh, because of the uh, high ankle sprain, but he's back playing. Bridgewater stinks. Get Aaron Rodgers there. Jerry Judy's a top-ten wide receiver in Dynasty with ease. And Rashad Bateman, you know, as much as people talk about Lamar Jackson, uh, his progression as a passer is is only getting better. He's getting better every single year. And now you see Rashad Bateman every week. He's like a volcano ready to erupt. He's got 70 yards, 60 yards, 80 yards. It's only a matter of time before Rashad Bateman goes out there, gives you seven for 152 and two, and his buy window is completely slammed shut. Love Rashad Bateman. If anything, shit, I probably should have him a little bit higher. Maybe at least, maybe flip-flop him and Jerry Judy. I can make a case for that. Jalen Waddle at 18. It's interesting how Miami chooses to use Jalen Waddle. Um, 
possession, short area guy, not really stretching the field with him yet, but he's getting the targets. I think since week five, he and Cooper Cup lead the NFL in targets. So good company for Jalen Waddle to be in. And I've asked a couple of medical people in the community, do you think Jalen Waddle is 100% over the ankle injury? And the answer is no. So if he's got this much juice and he's not 100%, I can only imagine what he's going to look like in, in next season. So Jalen Waddle high on him. We talked about T, Michael Pittman, and Chase Claypool. Another notable omission, no 2022 wide receivers. And um, I like the class. I do think a player like Traylon Burks can enter here. Garrett Wilson, uh, Drake London, got to see the draft capital. Wanna, want them to finish out the season, uh, get some testing numbers on it, get some final analytical data points on those guys, and we'll start to weave the 2022 class in now. I just don't want to jump the shark, get ahead of myself. Let's let the rest of the college football season play out before we anoint some of these 2022 guys. And if they were deserving, they would be in here, in my opinion, but I definitely think you can make a case for Traylon, Drake London, uh, David Bell, potentially Garrett Wilson inside of these top 10 wide receivers in the cornerstone rankings. And this will be real quick because I think we only have one. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, number 11 overall, the only tight end inside the top 25. Very simple there. So let's get this off of there and take a look. There you go. There's the top 25 updated cornerstone rankings. And if you just want to take a look at a couple of notable omissions who did not make the cut, uh, Matt Corral right out there. There he is, Tier 2. Jalen Hurts, Tier 2, did not make the cut. Elijah Moore, Wilson, Burks, London. We talked about those guys. David Bell, Travis Etienne, Fryermuth, Kadarius Toney, Elijah Mitchell, Malik Willis. They didn't make the cut, but uh, there's still a lot of time. Ayuk is taking a little bit of a tumble. Terrace Marshall, Rondell Moore, a little bit of a tumble down. But there's plenty of time for these rankings to change, for them to update. But there it is, the top 25. If you want the full rankings, all the tiers, all the rookies, all that good stuff, patreon.com forward slash prospect talk. Appreciate y'all tapping in. If you like the content, tell me what you think about the rankings. Am I too high on Claypool? Am I too low on Rashad Bateman? Am I too high on Devonta Smith or Najee Harris? Let me know in the comments and we will update this again uh, about a month, about a month, three weeks from now, a month from now, we'll revisit this. We've got more 2022 rookie mock drafts coming underway, and I will be doing a mock dynasty startup, midseason dynasty startup. Those are always interesting to see where the community values these current NFL assets and players. Appreciate y'all tapping in. Y'all have a good one. I'll see y'all later this week. I'm out. Peace. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Check it out. NFL football is finally 
back, baby. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Cowboys tickets or Rams tickets or Cardinals tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need is your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in, in purchase price. Listen, I know you want to go to a Cowboys game here in Texas, or you want to go see those awful Jaguars play on the road. TickPick has you covered. Visit TickPick.com slash Debbie today and use the promo code Debbie to save $10 off your first order for those Dallas Cowboy tickets or whatever your favorite NFL team tickets are.